and welcome to episode three of, of the Double D Podcast. The podcast. Podcast. That's an echo. Now doing ASMR. Get your comb socks and uh, let's get into the bad, bad boy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, as you can tell, we have been blessed with new audio setup. Indeed. It is it is a beautiful thing. Shout out to my brother, Joey. Uh you a lifesaver. You beautiful you beautiful being. Um but yeah, here we are with our headphones on, our microphones ready, amped, armed, and dangerous. And ready to spread propaganda. Yep. So take out the agenda, Daniel, and uh, Insert some propaganda. All right. So for the agenda on today, we have we list our top six all-time NBA players, and then I'm gonna ask your thoughts on a trade that I think could be the greatest trade deal in U.S. history. Okay. NBA history here. No, no US, US history. history. Okay. And then we got to do a quick shout out. I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of the Mrs. or the the Louisiana purchase, Louisiana but purchase, uh, yeah. we'll see. That's a good trade deal. That was a good deal. <laughs> shout out Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, don't, Jefferson don't, or Jackson. It was I think it was Jefferson. Don't don't dig too deep into it. Let me just sound like a smart guy. Fair enough. Okay. okay. Uh then we talk about defunding the police. What it means, pros, cons, just get rid, of them. get rid of them, abolish police. Yep. Um, we're gonna hand out some quick dating advice to all of our single ladies and men out there. <clears throat> just and Darius gets to tell us yep. a lovely story, a lovely Tinderella story, Tinderella. Yep. That should Tinder fella, possibly. <laughs> we'll get into that. A little foreshadowing. That. A little foreshadowing. But uh, yeah, we'll get into that. And um, then our last two is give the people what they want. Yes. And we close with if we were looters, what we would take. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so let's dive into this. Oh, wait, we didn't announce. Did we announce? We announced what? Fucked up really hard oh, yeah. on Friday. Yeah, so we're recording on a Monday right now. Which is unusual. Yes. Hopefully won't ever happen again. But Hopefully. Uh, yeah, Friday I I shit the bed hard. We, yeah, we fucked up pretty yeah. good. And I I wanted to just end my life. Um hopefully this comes out well or I might just this might be the last recording of my voice. <laughs> of in, all time. It'll in, be in the single history. D podcast. Yeah. Just like X out D. It's just <laughs> it's just, just X D like the laughing face. <laughs> That's a fact. So, so all right, right let's, let's get, get in, in there. there. We list get in there, bear. We list our top six NBA players. All yeah, time. last week we did top five. I I I like top six because then I feel a little less bad leaving people out. Indeed. Yeah. Because I feel like overall the top fifteen 
is really strong for the NBA. Yeah, so top six. Go ahead, Daniel. Start. <clears throat> All right. So my top six is MJ, LeBron, Tim Duncan, Kareem, Magic, Bird. Yeah. And a lot of people will probably be shocked by Tim Duncan being in third. But my thing is, if you look into like secondary and advanced stats, mm. it's really hard not to come to the conclusion that Tim Duncan is one of the top like three, top two, probably best defender of all time. And so my thing is, he was a really solid scorer, an excellent rebounder. And then if you add him being debatably the best defensive player of all time. Yeah, he's plus, the only the only player to have like an unrecorded quadruple double. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and robbed so, him there. Indeed. And so if you like, you know, my thing is like, if you add all the championships, the multiple MVPs, the multiple finals MVPs, all of that together. My thing is, I feel like you have to put them really high. Yeah, and my thing was like, when I first heard you say that, because again, we talked about this last On week. On Friday, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I said, uh, I was shocked that you didn't put Shaq in there, especially over Tim Duncan. And uh, I guess Tim Duncan has more championships than Shaq. He does. So he really is just like the silent hero of the NBA, at least to me. Like I feel like I never really heard about him that much it's just because he was like nobody talks about him as much as they should yeah because like my thing is kobe bryant who is definitely in my top 10 kobe bryant gets like awarded for awarded for overcoming some of like the bs in the um in the lakers organization but it's like kobe your drama of being such a score first like me kind of guy yeah no that was this thing like he would never pass yeah but i mean he's a shooting guard it's in the name i get it but yeah (laughs) i mean that was like the lake that's all the lakers had like especially when Shaq left yeah they were in like stacked i think they also lost um what's his face uh they had paul gasol for a little bit Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was, was after Shaq. Second, or was he, was he with center. four or five? The championships of like the fourth yeah. and the fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but as I said, Tim Duncan is kind of the shocker. But for the rest of that list, it's pretty standard. Right. <clears throat> you. Me. Uh, I would say definitely MJ Lebron. Like I feel yeah, like that's undisputed. I mean, some people talk about, oh, LeBron over MJ. That's just that's just false. You did, you literally can't say that. You're fucking stupid. Um, but yeah, MJ, LeBron. I'm gonna say AI now. I don't think I say AI. Allen Iverson last week. Really? Yeah. Are you doing in order or? Yeah, this is in order. Really? Yeah. Cause think about it. Like when he was on the 76ers, he had nobody. And I think he's still got a championship. Like, he has at least one, I think. I might be guessing. I think... I don't think he did. 
You don't think he did? I think I he did. Think so. I think he has a ring. Because he flexes it sometimes, I feel like. I've seen him. But yeah, he had literally nobody, and he was saucing kids. And for his height, too, like that's that's goat material. Um, but then definitely Shaq um, at four. Giannis. Already. I think Giannis will go down in the history books. Oh, are you like projecting Giannis? Yeah. Okay, I yeah, can sure. respect that. Yeah, no, I feel like Giannis will be there. Um, plus, I'm just a huge Bucks fan, so it is what it is. But yeah, I'm like a huge like just Wisconsin guy, sports pusher. Don't know why. I mean, I hate cheese, but do love you? the if it's grilled or like cooked. Yeah, I, I can get but down if you with had, it. Like cold cheese, nah. Nah, get the fuck out of here. That's fair. Unless I'm like high or something, and I just need food. Yeah, but uh, Giannis, is that my four? Yeah, Giannis was my four. No, Shaq was my four. Giannis was my five. Are you putting Kareem in there? Oh yeah, I did put Kareem in there last last week. I feel like you. But you already said Kareem, so now I just sound like a dick writer if I if I say the same thing you did. So fair enough. Um, I'll say I have his face. I just can't say his name. He played for the Lakers. He was like a Kareem type guy. Ah, uh, fuck. He's really tall. Damn, I can't think of his name. Happens. Um, no, who was he? He he was the guy that got a hundred points in the game. The only oh one. Will yeah Will Chamberlain. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. You know what? I'll put Will Chamberlain at three and Allen Iverson at six. That's that's probably better. That's probably better. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, no, that works. I'll put Giannis at six and AI at five. AI at five. Alrighty. Yeah. Okay, so that's a little better. <clears throat> so I think Ben Simmons is an exceptionally good um basketball player. It's just he doesn't fit in Philadelphia at all. <clears throat> Hot. So my thing is, and like, I think, um, oh my God, the center. Joel. Joel. Joel Embiid, like, I think he could be slightly less good new age shack like joel yeah, is we talked about that last time yeah joel Embiid is exceptionally talented and so like the issue is ben or not ben joel Embiid can actually shoot fairly well but ben simmons again can't shoot a lick so i was thinking he can shoot i think he's gotten better he did yes like it's that's the point is like his jumper in the game is not good enough for him to be a point guard. Yeah, especially when he only made like one three pointer in his whole career. So yes, I, I agree with you there. Yes, he has potential though. Yes, but... like absolutely. So I was thinking, what if the 76ers and the Golden State Warriors did a trade? Where Ben Simmons goes to Golden State for Curry, and then no Clay Thompson in a like a pick or two because Clay is a lot older. Clay Thompson Curry's older. Curry's even more old. Yeah, but Curry's like probably got like 
two or three more seasons in him. Yeah, probably. Until ben Simmons he, has a lot. He's only like twenty. He's like twenty-two or three. Yeah. So, so that's, that's what I'm saying. You might. And need... they're both point guards. I would say Steph Curry over Clay Thompson. Well, no, because my thing is. A, Steph is more the face of the franchise for Golden State. Yeah, he's definitely more loyal. But, yeah. I mean, Clay had the opportunity to go to the Clippers. And he like, stayed. And he stayed. So I'd say he's pretty up there, too, in like being loyal, in fidelity. But my thing... Infidelity, not infidelity. And so, like, my thing is the 76ers desperately need a shooter and golden state desperately needs a little bit more size so my thing is like if you have um ben simmons play kind of like how Giannis does where he's playing like a like a four but he's passing the ball like you let him do all the ball handling i think that could benefit Golden State so much. It would be like I feel like that that sole trade would be like a complete rebuild for the Golden State Warriors. Yes. And Philadelphia would also get a lot better. Yeah, that's the thing, but I don't think Golden State would. It wouldn't happen, but I think it would be It'd be a huge trade for it'd be the, the most, It'd be the best. It'd be a great trade for both teams. I don't think it would. You don't think because they're losing Clay Thompson. Yeah, right? but you're and getting, getting ben, ben Simmons. But like, what? You're, I see what you're saying. Like, you're adding size, but like the whole dynamic of like the Splash Brothers, like just pass it to Clay or Steph, and they'll shoot. That, that's that's gone. Like, sure, that <laughs> culture is gone. But your ability It's not the culture. Like that's how they play. I know, but like their ability to win a championship within the next two years is still around right because they played draymond green like they play draymond green as if he's a center and he's what like six five yeah, six, like six, six six like six he's, seven maybe but sure, yeah, he's, he's undersized he's undersized but my thing is in draymond green well, the thing is i'll stop you there for a second because they have uh kevin looney or whatever his name is but um Kawhi Leonard like broke his ribs in the finals, so they uh, they had a they had to bench him for a little bit. I don't know if he's back. They might have also traded him. I don't know, but uh, he was a really good center. He was young. Uh, that was like his only thing, and uh, they were using him at the center and Draymond at the four, which was really good defense wise and and offense too. He provided a lot for offense. Um, right now, I think they have a center who. He has, like, dreads or something. He doesn't have, like, dreads. But, like, I know what he looks like. He's young, too. And that's the thing about Golden State right now. They're a really young team without Clay and Well, no. Their best players are old. Yeah. And Steph, Clay, Draymond are in their 30s. Right. But, I like, what I'm saying is a lot of them are injured and, like, and or not on the team. So, like, they're a really young team. And maybe they are rebuilding. So, maybe it would be a good trade. I might backtrack a little bit on that because, you know. You're warming up to it? it? It might be good. I'm just saying, like, that would be a rebuild, definitely, for the Warriors. And, I mean, the Sixers are always basically rebuilding They're anyway. Always. No, but I think if. Gotta trust the process. If the Sixers add 
Clay Thompson today, they're better today. I think if Golden State gets Ben Simmons, they will they might take a like a half step back right now, but they will definitely get better because Draymond Green like has needed his athleticism to be a good player and now that he's kind of getting kind of old kind of quick like if you watched him this year he didn't look good Draymond yeah yeah like you need to slowly push Draymond out of the rotation and if you can draft a young guy like a shout out Dayton basketball Obi Toppin and you get Ben Simmons in there, or if you draft, I know the somebody from, just creamed their pants listening to that. I know, right? One of our listeners. And then if you get shit, I think the kid from Mem, like they're gonna have a lottery pick this year. They were pretty bad, and so oh, I don't know if they'll get the lottery. They like won't the lottery get the pick, one. But they'll have but they'll like a, get two, a, five, a top five easy. No, I think they were bottom in the West. They definitely need a center, though. Like, they need size, like you were saying. Yes. They need For sure. a little bit more size. And I think... What if... Because they also what, have Andrew on. Wiggins, here's, and he can shoot fairly well. Here's a trade. Okay. Here's a trade. Because the Celtics are known to be, like, a very young team, and the Golden State Warriors need size. Uh, what if they give one of their oldest players... You see where I'm going with this. You definitely see where I'm going with this. What if they give Draymond to the Celtics in exchange for the one and only Taco Fall? Taco, Taco, Taco. Bro, most Celtics get better immediately. And, bro, you're going to tell me the Golden State Warriors. Golden State takes a step back. No, Golden State Warriors will fucking go off. Taco will learn how to dunk from the three-point line, and he's just going to be one of the Splash Brothers from there. <laughs> I will not lie to you. This is my prediction. If I was the owner of the Celtics, I would be firing. Uh, Everybody. No, I'd be firing the whole team, only Taco. No. Um, yeah, I will definitely dick ride Taco. He's, he's the man. I love him. I'm very pro trade Clay get Ben. What do you think? Um, I mean, you sold me a little bit on it. I will say that you don't think it's a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Um, it's definitely that would be a high profile trade though. Yeah, it would. But that'd be a huge trade. <clears throat> um, I don't know what else they would add other than Ben and Clay. Honestly, they could probably just well. Stop. Golden State would probably need to give a pick. I think. I think the Sixers would have to give something because Clay is definitely more high profile than Ben Simmons. Like think about what you're giving up. If you give Clay, I think the Clippers were willing to give, they had to clear out so much cap space that they were willing to give like Clay and like, or not Clay. They were willing to give like three of their starters for just, I think it was uh Kawhi. So they would have gave, they would have gave more, even more for Clay. Yeah. I feel like, or maybe like about the same, because I feel like Clay and Kawhi were like are pretty big players for their teams. I don't think Ben Simmons is like the face of. No, that's Joel Embiid. Yeah, but he's easily the second best player on that team. Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I think Clay's the best. Like Steph's the face. I think, I think Clay low key is better too. Yeah. Like, 
Clay's ability to just catch and shoot is possibly the best of. Have you well, seen him? Ray Allen is really good. No, no, Clay is like possibly the best of all time. Clay is like something new, like never done before. Like yeah, he. Have you ever seen a video of him? He catches the ball. And then they turn the lights out, and he shoots it, and it goes in. Like, they turn into night vision, and it goes in. That's crazy. Like, his ability to, like, just, just be feel able to, it. Yeah, just feel it. It's, like, crazy. That is that is bonkers. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, he just knows where it is. Mm-hmm. He just shoots it. It's fast. Yeah, he has quick release. Like, and fluorescent green lights. <laughs> just He's got the greenest. Um, okay, one second. Sip of water. Oh yeah. All right. So this mic. Yeah, you can take a sip. So quickly as you drink, I'm gonna give a monstrous shout out to our boy Chef Tony Comanza. Yeah. So thank you, Chef Tony. No, fuck you, Chef Tony, because I didn't get one, and you said you asked me for my address, and I still haven't gotten it. Yes. Fuck you, Tony. So, Chef Tony Comanzo, in the mail, I wish our viewers could see it. He sends a potato with my address sharpied in it, and it's just covered in postal stamps. <laughs> and it was like, can't wait for the next episode of the Double D podcast, etc. I was dying of laughter, so thank you. And then a quick... Sh- a question for our loyal fans. Should we make an Instagram? I think not. Darius thinks not. I don't think we're that uh, like important. serious. Yeah. Yeah. I just think for like if we my only and I told you this Friday my only pro is if one of us tells a story that people find really funny and they'd be like, oh, I'd love to see a picture. They could follow like the Double D podcast Instagram right. and just we could post something. Right. And they could it also be a, like a, a nice central place for us to get DMs about give the people what they want. That is true. But um, yeah, I was thinking a little bit like that. Like we could post what we're wearing and like our setup for yeah. each podcast. So um, obviously it's very, very extra. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let us know. I mean, honestly, I don't give a fuck. Either way, we're yeah. still going to be coming back every, every week, week. Every week. You're never going to get rid of us. No. I'm thinking about transferring to Binghamton just to be in the same school. No. Yeah. But, uh, you gotta. No. <clears throat> but we'll, we'll, we'll. We'll survive. We'll let All right. Know. Indeed. So, um, our next point is about defunding the police what it means pros cons etc floor is yours right um but my point is that a lot of people think that defunding the police means just getting rid of the police and that is simply incorrect and not the case um i think defunding the police just means that you know what we don't need police doing a lot of these routine stuff like the way we have um, child protective services and the way that, you know, if a child is being neglected or abused, you know, we can uh, send those people in instead. Instead of sending a guy with like a bat, a Batman fucking utility belt and a gun yeah. saying like, yo, what's up? Pop, pop. 
Glug, glug. Glug, glug, yeah, whatever. But um, I think a lot of the... And, like, with that, too, like, cops having so much equipment that some things not even the army has. Um, I don't know, like, why that's the case, but that definitely should not be. And they're getting, like, billions of dollars every year. Yeah, tons and tons of money. Like, it's in the triple-digit billions. Really? Yeah. For, like, New York State, I think. No. Yeah. It can't be that high. No, it's that high. It's like 159, I think. Let me look It's a that lot up. of money. It's either 159 or like oh, just over 100. <clears throat> it's a lot of money. But I think if they give a lot of more of that money to like education per se, crime yes. rate crime rate will probably will definitely just go down by itself. Um because I think we're robbing a lot of people. Indeed. Anyway, and like just our state alone, um, you know, New York is still uh, definitely in like a segregated mindset where like you have places where there are mostly Hispanics and mostly black people. And you'll see there that, you know, they're they're broken, like the communities are just trashed. Like Long Island. Yeah. And just riddled with police. And that's just kind of fucked up. Yes. No, I saw last week that Long Island is number t- is in the top 10 for most segregated places in the US. Yeah. Yeah, no, I def- definitely would agree with that. Have you been to Long Island? I've never been to Long Island. It's it's White? crazy. It's so gentrified. Really? Yeah. Like when you hear like gentrification, my price right? huh? Like my price right? Yeah, probably more than your price no, they gentrified the fuck out of my price, right? It's more than just getting rid of Goya and Adobo from the shelves. It's uh, no, but they took away evacuating all- colors out of the Jewish uh, residences. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's tough. I don't know, man. They they gentrified my price right hard. No, I, I feel for you. You should. They took away all of the foreign produce. Yeah, it was. Yeah. No, you know what's really sad too? I'm just going on a little rant here. So, being Hispanic, I've always had avocados in my diet, and they used to be like dirt fucking cheap. And then white people got them, and white people are like, oh, these are tasty. And it became like really popular in the US, and people are like, oh, avocados are superfood. Yeah. And then now they're expensive. And it's kind like of an L. The organic, farm-fed, it's so dumb. Fucking it's so dumb. grass-fed, like avocados. Yeah, fucking my grass-fed avocado bullshit. Yeah, get that bullshit out of here. Yeah, no, it was like up until like two thousand, like I think nine, eight-ish. Whenever when they invented avocado toast, that got the white girls hooked. That's when. That's when things got bad. It's so bad. It's- <laughs> Because, like, avocados, when I was a kid and would go into Price Right with my grandmother, and you walk in, and to the left, one of the first things you see is literal crates of avocados, and they're not even, like, a dollar for an avocado. Well, maybe, like, a single dollar for an avocado. Mm. And now a single avocado would probably cost you, like, $4. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, so, fuck that. Um, my thoughts on defunding the police. Um, I think 
overall, it's a good idea. Slightly, I guess, different reasons than you think. Um, so clearly, we've been trying to have police reforms in this country, and I read somewhere that Minneapolis, which, you know, very ironic at this point, rest in peace, George Floyd, Minneapolis was really trying to lead the country in, um, like, you know, having police go through training to help with, um, like, subconscious bias and, like, passive racism, like we talked before. Mm. And still, George Floyd was, you know, so horribly murdered, and they spent tons of money on that, and it clearly has just not worked. Yeah. And I think the money you spend on trying to have your police... um. The money you spend trying to have your police unlearn that passive racism and then relearn how to be a fucking normal human being and treat people, treat minorities like they're human beings. I think you can just like defund a lot of that money and then to actually help get at society's issues, you know, have activities where people like, you know, spend more money on this, like on schools on our societies on sports teams on stuff like that and i I don't mean sports teams like professional i mean like sports teams like kids little league so that you know little brown people and little white people and little black people and etc can like get it together can play together as opposed to you know if you look at this unit lacrosse team there's one black kid every three years you know like you can actually you know help fund that make it cheaper so that people of all ethnicities and etc can actually play sports together so i think and because I think to a large degree, it's not just like funding education that is really going to help, you know, stop this problem of racism in the country. I think you have to spend money on certain th- like recreational things when we are young so that we as a society get like hu- like white America like as a society. Human interaction. Yes. Gets yeah, that no, human interaction. Because <clears throat> that's, I mean, we talked about that last podcast. How you know that kind of is a remedy to racism. Yeah, that passive ignorance, racism, that ignorance. ignorance. Yes. Because, yeah. <clears throat> like you said, like when we started hanging out, um, you know, when you start actually hanging out with like a black person or like a Mexican person or like yeah. anything, you know, you get to learn a lot about their culture and whatnot, and start respecting it more and kind Absolutely. of re- and relating it to yourself. Like, oh, it's not that different. We're just human. Yeah. We're just humans. We just do it a different way. Exactly. We are humans. We just human differently. Exactly. It's all a vibe. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh. So, like, as we defund the police, I think it is really crucial. Like, I don't think you can just take money away to take money away. I, it, like, where the resource, allo- like, the new resource allocation of defunding the police, where that occurs, is so vital to if this succeeds or if it doesn't process and i think the pros are you know poor like children in poorer communities and white children in wealthier communities like get more education and in different ways like black kids can have more access to better teachers better textbooks etc so that well not just black teachers, but like poor people can get ex- like access to better education blah 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 and then white people who would grow up ignorant can experience the lives of their counterparts, like their minority counterparts. 
those are the pros and i think those are great pros plus if we build a few more universities that could also possibly hopefully reduce that beautiful cost of college tuition these days because i read somewhere that the state of california i think in the past 20 years has built one new university but has built like well i'd have to check the numbers but built a lot of like many many prisons oh yeah no yeah. and you see that a lot because the prison industry yes that's, industry. What, that's what it emphasis is. on industry it's an industry because it's private yes yeah they make a fuck ton, fuck of, ton money of money just from robbing people of their freedom their humanity yes like it's fucking crazy how yes. much people are like yeah no this is this is normal like i can make money off of this it's it's okay it's so fucked up. Um, have you seen Orange is the New Black? No, I haven't seen Orange is the New Black. I mean, that's a good... Uh, I thought that was a good representation of, like, how... Um, mass incarceration? Yeah, like, mass incarceration and just incarceration in general is, like, kind of a little wacky. Um, like, I think they get into, like, the third or fourth season where they are in this prison that's privately owned mm-hmm. and they're looking for, like... Like, you can just see, like, how they're running it and, like, how they're trying to be profitable off of prison. It's just like, bro, you're running this shit. Like, it's a... As stingy as possible. Like, a Starbucks or something. Like, you know, you're trying to advertise a prison. Like, we should be focused on getting people out of prison instead of getting them into prison. Yes, absolutely. That's fucking stupid. And it's, like, a no-brainer, too. Like, what is your issue? That's capitalism. That could be a great topic for another day. If we really dive into the prison system in America. Definitely. Um, all right. So possible cons and I don't like, obviously we have very little relevant data, so it's hard to back any of this, but I think obviously our country has a really big problem with mass shootings. So I do think that is like not knowing if our police are going to have like the resources to be able to defend us from mass shootings i think is a little bit scary and certain other crimes like that like you know how like when someone when there's a team of people robbing a bank and there's 25 hostages like if we don't you know if we don't have a well enough trained police force are they going to be able to help defend and protect us so obviously there's a like there is that con but again, it is the like I guess the the hundred billion dollar question is how much are we defunding the police? Right, and I guess that, you know what I, I just on that note, I will quote Joe Rogan here, and I know it's I know it's gonna sound stupid, and you know he has a cult following, but a cult following. But um, I really agree with him uh, when he did say that we have a mental health problem as a society disguised as a gun problem and you know when it comes to school shootings i think that is definitely a mental health problem not a gun violence or like you know yeah gun violence is a child of like the american mental health crisis yeah like what makes a kid want to kill like a million like not a million but like a dozen a dozen of his peers yeah no mentally healthy person does it now i totally agree with that mindset my issue is like i i love this about the republican party so much the like we get to a point where it's like that's you know, a quote 
<laughs> I love the Republican Party so much. Um, like I love their argument of like, oh, the Republicans are like, it's not gu- guns don't kill people, people kill people. We have a you know we have a like the NRA and all that. Yeah, shit. like all that shit. They're like, yeah, we have we have a people problem, not a gun problem. And it's like okay, then that invest money as a country into more accessible mental health for all people so that we can prevent these mass shootings. But then like they get the dollar gets short and they get fucking stingy. And so despite it, but then again, if you're like, okay, so if we can't get mental health, which would not only help prevent school shootings and mass shootings and public shootings, etc., but that would help, you know, overstressed lawyer jump off of his house. That would help um angry dad not abuse his children. Like you get what I mean? So like more accessible mental health has way more i personally think has way more upside than just limiting guns in this country mm-hmm. but again the republican party is like no we won't even, we won't help you. like we won't we're going to get stingy if we try to solve the mental health crisis so it's a beautiful you know give and go it's a give and go with no give ju- it's a give and take with no t- with no give just take yeah yeah it's it's uh it's uh like um just a stunt that they pull so they don't yes, look like yes 100 percent. yeah and they do it every time like it's like they're reading from a, i think they are reading from a Probably. script no they, i would bet money they're reading from a script <laughs> most definitely um and that's just how it is man yeah and again if we defund the police and start funding mental health along with schools and along with recreational activities yeah. like that could definitely help again as i said it's just the billion the hundred billion dollar question of how like how much yeah I just so, I think as a country we just got to keep this conversation going. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Because I would hate to, I would hate to forget about it. Like if I saw my like, like now if I saw myself in like a couple weeks or a couple months, just like not thinking even about a year it, or one not year. even hearing about it, I'd be like, damn, we failed. We yeah, we failed, and like that's just so sad. Yes, I think moral of the story: we as a society who are upset with violence against blacks, who are upset with a lack of government investing in us as citizens i think we have to just keep staying angry or else the ball will never get rolling like we really can't like we have to keep pushing until change because change won't time's not going to cause change i mean a lot of people are emotional about it as Um, they should be yeah i just want to keep it the conversation going so that they are heard Yes, and I hope our voices here can at least reach one or two people yeah. who might tell, you know, their friends who might. So we do hope for it's the at least. Dream. Indeed, we do hope for even the most marginal amounts of change. Yeah. All right, on to a slightly goofier topic. Indeed. We talk dating advice, plus that oh, beautiful yes. story of. Your what'd you say before? My Tinderella slash Tinder fella. Tinder fella, your Tinder fella story. Um, so, you had me crying when you told me that. Yeah, well, let's get into the dating advice so we can get to the Tinder? good story. All right, yeah. dating advice. Um, let's think. So, should we do like date like advice? Uh, all right, how about we don't do dating advice? We'll do like advice for first dates okay like places to go things to do yeah i mean we had that banger of an idea or you had it to take him to the flowers 
Yes. Yeah. I say we. I say we expand on that, on stuff like that. So okay. First day, don't. First day, don't. First like date, what not don't. to do. What not to do. I'm saying a first date, don't. If we're talking, if you're gonna get food with a girl, don't get Italian and don't get barbecue. Because barbecue, nobody ha- in the history of humanity has ever looked attractive eating barbecue. You got sauce all over your face, sauce all over your hands, sauce dripping down your pants. It's right. bad. And it's I so honestly, good, you're like creamy jeans I the whole Whenever I do time. get food on a first date, I'm always so like self-conscious Same. about Because eating is generally an unattractive yeah. action. Yeah, no, I hate like eating around somebody that I hopefully want to get, get in. cute with. Yeah, get into the nitty gritty with. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, like when I do eat, I eat something very small. Yes. Like a salad. Yes. Or, like, just, yes. or just fries. Fries work, actually. Yo, yeah. I would go... Because then you can share fries, too. You can. That's, that's cute. Yes. No, sharing food is definitely cute. Mm. It's just you got to set yourself up for my guys out there. You got to set yourself up and know that... Or ladies. Or ladies. You got to set yourself up knowing that you have to share because one thing that kills me every time is if I ever order fries, if I ever get a bag of chips, if I ever get something where it's in small individual servings to make up a larger serving mm. and it's like finger food or like chicken nugget, like anything like that. Nuggers. Nuggers, chicken nuggers. My girlfriend will steal a half dozen like she will she will just rampage it so like say you love up. to see it no you don't when you plan on sharing it's cute if they just take your shit it makes me so angry because of growing up with brothers so it is what it is bro. growing up with brothers when they took your food that was basically saying i'm dominant i'm dominant over you bro i was with i went to um what's it called Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. With a uh, with a friend, and uh, we had he was he was with his brothers like his his brother, he came and uh, I just kind of joined along. It was like a family thing, and uh, I never really lived with siblings, so I never really had that like experience of like fighting over food. But it got to the point where like they had like hamburgers out or something, and we would all get like one or two hamburgers, and realize how fast the other person is eating. So you had to like eat as fast as they are. And it got to the point where it was such a competition that they would have literally not even finish their burger before they got up and got another one. And I was like, this isn't fair. Madness. It's madness. This isn't fair. Yeah. No, brothers get competitive over everything. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. My brother, even though he's like way older than me, we still get competitive whenever we're together. So. I'm sure. It happens. Yeah. It's It's the way of life. So... Yeah, no, I highly recommend something not messy that you can share. For sure. Oh, okay. Um, definitely, personally, I think the best first date is, as I said before, it's ice cream and it's a walk. And that was huge because I did that. And exactly. It worked. You get to learn a little bit about them. They get to learn a little about you. It's perfect. You Exactly. You start planting seeds for a relationship. Like movie don't to or, plant your seeds to plant your you start planting seeds to plant your seeds yeah um so another don't as i said before in that first episode don't go on a movie date terrible first date you sit yeah. there and then don't talk for three hours yeah definitely not um 
the only possible redeeming factor of a movie date is if you just whip like you like get the arm <laughs> right. say whip your dick out. No, 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 no. Be classy. <laughs> never, never try to get frisky on your first date. Yeah. Um. Unless like you know. Oh. Unless like you're both into it, then go for it. Well, I'll get into that. So, on movie date, only possible thing that can redeem it is if you like move the armrest up and you like cuddle up with them. Right. But again, that's a lot for a first date. So overall move oh, like no. I mean I don't think it's a lot to just be like I wanna touch you. You just caught like yourself a, a case. Like you just caught a case. You just caught a case. But like you wanna that's the thing on the first date you wanna keep in mind that you should, you know, if you wanna show affection in some way. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be like, oh, two friends going out to a movie or going out to eat. Yeah. Like, so you want to make it, it seem is, like, like, compliment them, be like, oh, I like your. You look very. You look pretty. That's, or, like, when you first meet them, like, oh, nice to meet you. You give them a hug or whatever. Yes. Nice seeing yeah. you. Give them a hug. Okay. That's definitely a money move. But I mean, like, if you're, like, getting up there, you know, put your face, like, in there, like, no, like, have some, like, if you're trying to cuddle up with a girl, have I'm just saying, like, yeah, be cute with it. Yeah. Be cute. Don't be creepy. Yeah. Yeah, there's so, a fine line. There is a fine line. And so you'll, and you'll know when you're there. Indeed. So <laughs> hopefully. For, okay. So I can't speak for women, but I'm gonna speak for women real quick. Okay. I am about to catch a case. I so actually, this probably goes for both canceled. people. Double D podcast. Call it a case. So this definitely, actually, this probably goes for both sexes. If at like the end of the day. Whether you're getting dropped off or you're dropping someone off. If you're sitting there and you look at each other for a couple seconds, generally girls prefer it if a guy kisses them. Girls like men to be, you know, confident and a little bit assertive. Right. Um, if for my guys out there, if a girl like is, you know, like, you know, you're, you got that eye contact and you're, you know, you're looking at each other real, real cute, like, don't just shove your face in there. Be like, oh, I see you want me to kiss you. Because that gives them the chance to say yes or no. And that way you're both like. I would say just send it. I don't think so. Because if you send it and she def like you caught, you were catching the wrong vibe. Like she, like, it's, that's really bad. That's a great way not to get a second date. Like that's a great Definitely don't be too invested. That's what I would say. And like, if you. Do get a vibe and it's like just justifiable then just do it i don't see why it's the problem even if they say no it's like okay don't be creepy about it be like oh sorry no but my thing is like if you get in there like if you say like oh so you want me like i have though in the past like on a first date with a girl been like can i kiss you like just candidly and they were like yeah sure yeah like, exactly right asking like, for permission girls if like, a girl yeah if if you're looking into a girl's eyes, be like, hey, let me give you a kiss. Because say something like that. Because let me give you a little sugar. Let me give you a little sugar. Let me give you a little sugar. Come here, girl. Let me give you a little sugar. Say something like that, right? Yeah. Because that way you're giving her the chance to give yeah. consent. And you're or ladies, giving. I mean, girl. ladies, if you're trying to kiss a guy first, do the same thing. Go for it. Like, we love strong, proud women. Yeah. No, I saw assertive. a thing on uh, social media, I don't remember where, that, you know, a girl was like, what if girls came up to guys the same way that guys come up to girls? And it was like this whole thing. She was like, damn, bro, I saw your package from across the fucking <laughs> hall, bro. It's like, let me let me cook for you. Let me clean for you. I was like, bro, if that happened, I don't know if I would just burst out laughing or just propose. I'd like, propose. I propose. I really rarely get hit on by girls. 
and that's being the sex icon that I am. Sex god. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. My thing is like, again, I being someone who used to love first dates, it took me a while to be like, oh, maybe I should like, as opposed to if a girl settle down. No. As, no. Not that. Um. If a girl like, if it's the end of the date and I'm looking into this girl's eyes, I used to be like, oh, I used to be like, you'd be like, oh yeah, no, send it. But then it's like, like after. It's a, if you try to send it and they're like no that's a great way like cause then they have to like physically dodge and like no thanks and like or they have to like put their hand up and yeah, like no, no thanks guess, yeah and that's a real good way not to get a second date yeah I don't I don't really think from my experience that I've actually just been like out of nowhere just try to kiss a girl like I normally do try to warm up to it uh, I mean there's times where you know they also be like hey kiss me and I'm like alright but um it's just a vibe though definitely don't get too invested too worried about you know have don't have an agenda don't have your applesauce out right like no applesauce don't eat applesauce on first dates dude yeah i don't want no applesauce because it's messy applesauce gets everywhere gets on your shirt gets on your pants gets everywhere yeah you hate to see that applesauce (laughs) um but yeah just enjoy yourself indeed enjoy yourself once you only live once enjoy those first dates well, yeah, I have them because there's only so many first dates you can have in your life. Yeah, that burping makes me. But um, <laughs> an interesting first date uh, request that I got not too long ago, and our next segment uh, is <laughs> I matched with this gal on a Tinder. A very cute lady. Yeah, she was like 27. I was like, oh shit, like she's old, and. Uh, she, yeah, she. The first thing she messaged me was just the word "sexy." So I mean, being like the creative guy I am, I generally just didn't know how to respond to that. So I let it sit for like a couple days. Let it marinate. Let it marinate. Um, and I, I thought of the ingenious idea of just saying, you know, the word, the words "thank you." So I did. I just said thank you. And uh, that's how it was for like a couple more days. It was just hit sexy. Thank you. I was like, all right, this that's probably it. Like she's not gonna hit me back. Um, and then late at night, like maybe not too long ago, it was like two a.m., like two thirty in the morning, and uh, she hits me with the uh, "you up" text, and I'm like, oh no, here we go. And uh, I was like, yes, ma'am. And you know, we get to talking a little bit. She sends me her number. And I'm like, hey, like, let me see your face or something like that. Or, like, let me see something. And uh, she (laughs) still presumably (laughs) sends me a video of basically two guys going ham at each other. Like, one dude just railing him from the back. And I'm just like, um, ma'am, what the fuck is that? (laughs) She goes... That's me. <laughs> That's me. That's me. <clears throat> and I'm like, That's me. I'm like, Are you like transsexual or something? Like, because I still thought it was a like a girl, because like her picture. Yeah. She had breasts, so I was like, Okay. Um, and I went back on Tinder to like you know fact check, investigate, <laughs> and she unadded me. He unadded me because it's a dude at this point. I was like, Yo, it's a dude. And uh, I'm like, He's he's like because now it's now it's a girl he's like now it's a guy now it's a guy it's my tinder fella (laughs) fella. 
uh, he says, he says to me, I forget. He's like, just, uh, he said DL freak. He said, that's it. He just said DL freak. In my response to, are you transsexual? He just said DL freak. I'm like, what? I literally had to Google it. I think it's like a subgenre of gay, like a gay community. That's just like guys who are so lonely and haven't gotten girls in months that they just fuck dudes. Fascinating. Yeah. And it's typically just black guys. I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, I almost got caught there. Um, so I just said, sorry, bro. Not into that. You almost got rodeoed into a, uh, your first uh, sex experience. Okay. So we should have him on the podcast. I should we ask should him. I should ask him to hop on the podcast. Yeah. I'd love that. You're but, tender uh, fellow. I just said, sorry, I'm not into it. And he has hit me with a beautiful message that made me question my whole life. He said, I'll pay you. I'll pay you. The hoe in me almost asked how much. But I, said, <laughs> I, I pulled myself away. I said, you know what? Not today. Not not today. Not today. Not today. Say no to gay. If he said, gay. <laughs> <laughs> if he said like a million dollars. You're yeah, thinking no, about, in a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Because he didn't I'm ask me to peg him. He asked, no, he asked me to peg him. He didn't ask him to peg me. So, I mean, if I just like closed my eyes and like imagined, it might have worked out for a million. I mean, that's like generational wealth. I wouldn't say a million generational wealth, but you're set for life with a million. No, you can turn a million into a lot of money. Generational wealth, especially at 19, 20. Like, if you gave me a million dollars right now, I'd be rich for life. For sure. I know how to invest. Allegedly. What are you thinking? I'm is it, are you the accountant in you? The blood-sucking accountant? The blood-sucking accountant me is trying to think how <laughs> I would invest a million dollars. I think one of the first things I'd have to buy is, is a, like a, a house with like like a decent plot of land with a nice house. Because land doesn't, no, I would, land doesn't I would appreciate. Stock, I would stock first. You'd I would go stock like good first. stocks. I would buy, I'd go house first, then because, stocks, because land doesn't appreciate. So well, that land, and sure. if like, but it's a million dollars, you know. You want to? I would think about getting into the market as fast as possible, especially now. Like, if you looked at, I think Tesla went from like, they dropped from like two k a share to one k a share over the course of Corona, and then I think either last week or two weeks ago they went from that one k to uh one point one to like one point two. So if you had like, what three shares, you just made like fucking six hundred dollars. You don't want to do to a degree. I would, when it comes to investing right now with money, if I were to get, I'd play both sides on of the fence on oil. I'd invest. I would look into like renewable energy companies, and I'd invest some money in them. And I would also invest money into oil because. Oh yeah, no oil. <laughs> for oil sure. for sure, right? Oil now. for sure. Because my thing is, this goes one of two ways, and if you play both sides of the fences either way you're gonna win mm-hmm. it just depends on obviously how much like if you want to like well, like I mean, if, if you're put, talking like the foreign exchange market like just buying like from well, US, if you're going to new, if because you're going oil's to, going down oil's globally yes everybody's going straight go- to fucking hell yes. and uh if you go on like the foreign exchange and like trade uh oil for u.s dollars or u.s dollars for oil i don't know how it works you can make i've seen people make like fucking like off of like uh tenth of a share they made like 20 bucks 30 bucks 40 bucks in a day in a day yeah at this time and that's like a really low um risk share 
and it just explodes because like it's oil is just shooting down well yeah that's the thing is oil is shooting down right now and my thing is um as a society especially in like the developed world when we exit this crisis i feel like either we're going to use this as we should use this as an opportunity to given that we're already halted take this as an opportunity to get into renewable and if you because like renewable renewable energy has been trying so hard to crack into the market and it's just not been able to because oil is so dominant and you could like if you bet some money into renewable and as a society the united states you know gives tax breaks helps you know fund projects um for uh what's it called um national grid etc like if you like if you if the u.s were to take this which they won't god bless donnie if the u.s took this as an opportunity to really change our infrastructure to really add stuff to make like us more green friendly if you're investing sort of like renewable energies you could make a huge profit there but on the flip side of the coin like again if you invest in like big oil because big oil's plummeted because they're not making as much money right now um if you invest money there, given that realistically Donnie's going to be like, hey, die soon. So yeah. No, he took, uh, what was it? Uh, that one pack that's been here for years made to protect the environment. Like oh, the first yeah. Thing he he slashed a bunch of stuff. It was, yeah. uh, I think it was Nixon's clean water bill. Yeah, his first like couple of executive orders was just get rid of that shit. Yeah. Get that bullshit out of here. A lot of that bullshit. It might not have been as clean water. It was it's been a lot of environmental slashing. Um but yeah no if you bit both sides of the fence there you could make a pretty solid profit. I'd also invest um this is turning into a segment. I'd probably invest Yeah, I mean where were we? We were uh, We were talking about Tinderfellow. Were we really talking about Tinderfellow? We got into fucking trades, stocks yes. and trades. Yes. And how to invest a million dollars. Because I said if he if you know We're on a huge tangent. If you'd peg him for a million, you'd like I was thinking because I started looking out, I was like, huh. And then you were like, Dan, that's your thinking that Dan, that's your thinking voice. Mm. You're um what's the uh, blood sucking accountant in you trying to do? And I was right. like, Oh Yeah, because so. you got I could see you going deep. I was going deep. Yeah, you literally just got away from the mic. I was just like, "Yo, let me think about this peg deal." <laughs> yeah, let me but think uh, about this peg what's deal. what's what's next on the list? Next on I the list, I think this is a long. Epi- I feel like this is a long episode. Probably. Um. Yeah. Let's let's. Try. So next on the list, it's gonna be a breeze to edit though. Probably. It's, it's so good to think. Um. So we give the people what they want. We name a time we got in trouble, but the activity we did that got us in trouble, we totally do again. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I remember that. And our favorite places to hang out. Word. So I'll start with the fucking thing I do again. Um, I was at, I was a camp counselor for a little bit. And um, while I was there, uh, we have this thing. Because you're there for like two weeks, four weeks. Um, And on the last week, uh, we're all like, we're camps done. Like that's the last day, last week of camp. Um, we have something called the hell week and, uh, you basically just do whatever you want. Like you just fuck with the kids and like, just, just, just because I mean, like when you're with kids that much and for that long, like 14 hours a day, you just hate them and you just have so many things you want to just fuck with them with. And, uh, you know, there's people going into cabins at like, you know, three o'clock in the morning and like screaming and like having 
these blood rituals <laughs> they'll fake killing each other and like sacrificing and like the thing about children is like when they're that young and like like 12 11 <clears throat> and you wake them up at like 3 a.m they won't remember if it's like real or a dream when they wake up in the morning <laughs> so like they, <laughs> they wake up they're like did this happen you're like i don't know what you're talking about like, what what do you mean that, that didn't happen and they'll just you just gaslight the shit out of them and they'll just go crazy <laughs> <clears throat> but what I did was instead of doing all that, you know, dumb shit, I we had this kid who was um, really into biking and he bought like this $500 bike just to bring to camp and he broke it the first day and, uh, you know, he popped the tire or whatever and we tried to fix it for him. He was like, nah, nah, I got this. And uh, he ended up just removing the whole tire off of the, the bike frame or whatever. So it's just irreparable at that point and um you know it was just sitting in the bike garage so on the last day uh i wheeled the bike all the way from the bike shed to the cabin which is probably like a decent quarter mile like i put a, a like a good amount of work into this and uh fucking i just wheeled it into the cabin and just dropped it on him like just he was on like a bottom bunk i just put it on top of him and uh yeah he woke up for like a little bit i was like just go back to sleep there's nothing to see here um yeah and i got into a little bit of trouble because i mean i was with somebody else and uh somebody else saw us and like they snitched on me and uh yeah i didn't bring anybody else down with me though so i'm a i'm a homie snitches so something I would do again, I feel like most of the times I get in big trouble, it's I was going along with a meme or going along with some kind of adventure, but just one for the time, thrill. just for the thrill, but one time, and as I said, kind of last week, I do have uh, a bit of a guilty conscience. Good or I have good that, man, Dan. or as um, we can, we save our uh, embarrassing ourselves rainy segment. But like, I sometimes have that come to Jesus moment where I knew I fucked up, and I end up preventing that. But one thing I would do again, one thing I would do again, <clears throat> is one hundred percent. It's uh, so back in my senior year, I was a little bit of a kleptomaniac. And for those of you who don't open dictionaries, a kleptomaniac is someone who is like badly addicted to stealing. And so every day for about the first three weeks of my senior year, I, I was stealing food from ShopRite. I had in total, in total, I had probably stolen like, brah, like somewhere between four fifty and like five. $500? In three weeks. Go, stealing lunch there every day. You stole $500 worth of food in three weeks? Yes. Well, because lunch meals are, like, really expensive. Like, if right. you order the ingredients for sandwich, it's, it's like... $10. Like, yeah, like, if you, order, if you order a loaf of bread, that's, like, whatever, $1.50. If you order some meat, if you order... Like, that's not a lot of money, but when you buy a sandwich at a place, that's yeah. always, like, that's like $8. Right. But that's, so, like, $500. That's, like, fucking $25 a day. You're raking in. I was raking it in. Yeah. Maybe not 500 Maybe, like... Maybe not between it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A lot. I was I was stealing a lot of food. So finally, I was getting sticky, and they caught me getting sticky, and so they caught me. Horrible experience for someone who was with me, who was a perfectly innocent bystander. 
Yeah, I got clapped pretty hard, and I'm no longer allowed to enter shop rights across yeah. the United States. Sharif Khan. Sharif Khan, God bless him. If you're out there listening, I want you on the podcast. Yeah, no, he went pretty hard. He went hard. If Sharif, if you're if you're out there listening to me, I want you on the podcast. Um, yeah, it's an interesting I, story for police brutality. Indeed. Um, all very close to police brutality, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, we might delve deeper into that story next enough, podcast. Yeah, maybe next podcast. If, that'll be a give to people what they want. If you guys want to hear about the time I was, me and a friend of mine were almost victims to police brutality, we'll, yeah, we'll get into de- that. Definitely drop a like. Definitely <laughs> drop a like in the podcast. Um, put an F in the chat. So, yeah, no. Uh, since then, I took a good long hiatus from stealing, but since then, I've, I've gotten sticky with it. So, I definitely didn't learn my lesson about uh shit, but... So, favorite place we like to hang out? Favorite place I like to hang out? Um, Mine's definitely um, right above the bridge on uh, Balltown at the traffic circle. Really? Yeah, it's a nice spot. Especially yeah. at night. Because, like, the lights and the I cars. Can see that. It's nice. I can see that. It's a good smoke um, spot. I bet. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, You can probably see a lot of stars, too, at night. Yeah. And the trail, too. Like, you can, you can walk, walk to, like... Yeah. What, what do we used to call that one track place? Yeah. No, we're like the hell, the hell hill. Oh, suicide hill. Suicide Something hill. Like that. Yeah. Probably a bad name, but that's okay. I mean, it was felt like it. Yeah, it did. It felt bad every time. Yeah. Um. But what about you? Um, I'd maybe go. Do you remember that one time? It was I think very like right after we all finished up our freshman year of college. Um, we went walking at night in uh, River Road Park. Yeah, that I really like walking around River Road Park at night is really nice That's because true. it's a really big open field mm. and there's a lot of paths around. And so in the big open field, you can just sit and stargaze. Right. And, you know, if you're trying to go for a little walk, talk with your friends, you can enjoy the paths. So that might be it for me. Yeah, it's a good spot. It is, it's, it's not a bad spot. So thank you to Duncan Lindsay, loyal follower, and to Ben Gould, loyal follower for those questions. Yes. Um, very much appreciated. Yeah. Again, reach for, out to us again. Again, uh, Duncan, Ben, please reach out to us. Any other followers? Uh, any other loyal fans of the podcast? Or if you just listening one time, and or if you're listening just this time, yeah. Um, please just want to hear us fuck around. Text us, DM us, Snapchat, the works. Like, just hit us up. Uh, we'd love to answer your questions. We'd love to hear it. It, it, it doesn't have to be like silly. No, it's fine. It doesn't have to be like silly stuff. Like you know. Uh, almost getting arrested in BS. It could be a serious topic. Like if you guys want to hear our opinions on, yeah, um, we're gay rights, gonna, huh? Gay rights. Sure. If you want to hear our opinions on gay rights, go for it. If you want to hear our opinions on like sports related stuff, you know, text us. Like, yeah. who, like we, you know, we, we, love just, it. we do love it. We do love answering your questions. Anyway, um, so closing segment and one. I thought it was pretty funny last time, except unfortunately it wasn't recording. So if we were looters, what would we loot? Correct. Yeah. That is that is the. Yeah. So for me, actually, you know, what? I'll let you go first because mine's a little ridiculous. All right. So for me, um, I have a shopping list of things. Right. My laptop kind of jank. Um, it hates charging sometimes. It doesn't hate charging other times. Sometimes it doesn't want to work. Sometimes it's willing to work. So I'd, if we're looting up Crossgates, first thing I'm going, I'm going to Best Buy and I'm fucking booting. 
Yeah. It probably I like I straight up don't even think I'd just loot the like the nice like the most expensive one. I'd probably just be like, oh. Whatever one works. Yeah, I'd honestly like pull up my phone, look at a couple of reviews, and then snag like a halfway decent one. Yeah. For, like, you know, like I wouldn't want to take a really expensive one. I maybe grab like whatever, like a mid tier three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar laptop. Yeah. Not too um, crazy. Not too crazy. That's probably all that would be left. Realistically, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All the looters would fucking take all the good if you shit got there first. Early. If I got there early, um, if I'm first person looting, then I'm still taking probably a mid tier laptop. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, actually, this is a greedy one. I would probably if there is a store that sells sports apparel, I would try to loot Saint stuff because it is very hard to find in this right. area. Mm-hmm. Um, and aside from that, I'd probably go to Barnes and Nobles and loot me some. Loot me some books. Nice. I might. I'm trying to loot. I think I'd loot some H.P. Lovecraft. We talked about this not at the podcast, but I love horror. Um, I'd probably loot me some H.P. Lovecraft. Maybe an early Stephen King, and probably some Dean Coon, something like that. Horror section during a riot. For me, being the lonely boy I am, <laughs> go to Spencer's. Yeah, go to Spencer's. I would I would be with you looting and I would pull one out of the case again and just good times. I need all that. Did you get did you grab a strap on? Fuck it, why not, right? Yeah. Get a strap on? I Fuck mean, it, why not, you never right? Know when you need it. Exactly. Yeah. Like right? a, yeah. Like a social gathering. Exactly, right? You just need it to be a little less awkward. Exactly, exactly. Strap one up. You know, yeah. You're ready to go? Exactly. Sometimes just be that way. Yeah. You can get it so that you can put like a little... Uh, really? You can just, I mean, I, that's what I would do. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if they have that, but I would, definitely, I would definitely like tape it or something. Interesting. Yeah. Fast. Just, you know, keep it, keep it there. <laughs> keep it interesting. That is episode wow. three. If you have made it this far, thank you. Um, yeah. And before we leave. Lovely followers. Um, Jordan Nicholson. Thank you so much. Uh, Molly Mason. Joey. Moya. My brother. Sam Razik. Dylan Sawyer. Rigatoni. Chef Tony. Duncan Lindsay. And yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, we love seeing the, uh, the following, the guys, you guys messaging us, telling us you like the episode. It keeps us uh, really, really positive and keeps us going, motivated with uh, recording these and putting these out for you. So, yeah, thank you. Um, and with that, uh, good night. Possibly good morning. Maybe. Possibly good morning. And, yeah. Farewell, folks. Peace, Bye. love, and thank you. Bye-bye.